0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: And uh, so these, this is the basic principles of the kavanas behind behind Leila Seder. So I do want to just restate something from last week, which is very important and very critical to everything, is that the Yitzhia Mitzrayim is for... You know, from, from the point of view of Pimi Satoira, it is the receiving of new mochin, new minds, new states of awareness. And that everything that happens outside in terms of the miracles and, and the changes and all the things that you've been dealing with in, in many ways in your in your investigations of the Ramban, it seems to be a a result of the new states of mind, which are being received. In other words, as your state of mind is, so too is the reality in which in which you exist. So, the essential way in which Hakadosh Baruch takes us out of out of Mitzrayim is by sending us these these new kinds of mochin. And this does plug into a lot of the things that the Ramban is saying about about um, Recognizing that everything is a miracle, that everything is is um, everything is directly part of the relationship between an individual and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that this lies at the heart of what it means to to communicate with Hakadosh Baruch Hu through the medium or through the Aspaklaria, through the window that is Shem Havaya. Shem Havaya is a is a is a window. It's a it's um it's, it's a prophetic portal, you know, through which we don't just perceive Hashem, we perceive the world as Hashem knows it to be on one, of its, on one of its levels. So instead of perceiving the world through the conventional level where you have things that cause other things and in that, in that kind of universe, a person can be trapped. But if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everything and he does everything and he is mashgiach on everything down to the smallest principle, and as you said very eloquently in your statements about the, about the Ramban, you know, without distinction between great and small, you know, without distinction between between elitist intellectuals and, and, and ordinary people, because on that level, everything is an extension of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will and desire, and there is no nature. And that's the fundamental kind of mochin that we're trying to receive on on um on Pesach. And even though, you know, it's kind of funny, we, we, we're gonna receive it before Khatze of the night before. Get out of Mitzrayim. The moich themselves don't actually become activated until the morning, when um, you know, when as in the words of the Haggadah Asher nigla alei melach malcham um, lochim kolish Okay, and that's when that's when the women were making the you know were making the bread, but they didn't have any time to let it raise because we have to leave. We have to leave now. Why do we have to leave now? So the pshat in in Pusik is that because we were driven out of Mitzrayim by the Egyptians. That's what that's the you would understand the pshat. But the deeper level, which is in the Hagada, is that we were so overcome by this new awareness of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's uh, nature and the nature of reality that we just we couldn't stay there any longer, and we went. We had to go. Right. So it's something, something of a different of a different perspective than than what Trutishal Shalmikra tells you. But it's very clearly in, it's very clearly stated in in, in the Hagada. But anyway. Yeah, I, I just so the uh, I just yeah. first of all thanks for the. Um plugs
0: for our uh, sister podcasts uh ramban versus rambam and uh, and the fact that you it's a big cover that you listen to it and give me some feedback on it that's great i also just want to point out that this idea of chatzes versus the morning is one of the central uh uh debates i guess or, or perspective uh differences in the talmud between Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe and Rabbi Kiva in terms of um when the mitzvah of achilas uh, korban pesach extends to, and even the question between Rabbi Echen and I think in Rosh Lokesh, the question about geula meurta, have we geula or not? Is the geula right. the ga'ula begin at night, or is the or is is it a real geula, even only during the daytime? And, and that that period, I think, for many, is sort of a a, 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 a an enigma. You know, you have that great moment of of Chatzis, where in a sense that's Gilu Shina, of the death of, of the Nitziv and others explain the death of the Mitzrim of the Bechor, is simultaneous with the galvanizing of the soul of the Bechorim of Kav Yisrael. Right, the same moment that 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 life is sucked out of the Mitzrim or and right. for anyone else that actually. Um, creates a more powerful life among qawiystro specifically the bakhairam but all of qawiystro really get born in that in that non moment of Chatzais, but yet th- they don't act upon it until the morning and even you know and, and they and they don't leave their house <laughs> you know, they are they're sort of like basking in this mo'yach and this incredible his that has occurred at the moment of bityas Mitzrayim, but it doesn't actually actualize really until the morning. So you do see yeah, it. The, it's,
1: right, it's, you see yeah, it's. interesting. It's a good, it's a good question. You, you, and, it and seems see like him, a, there's a delay factor,
0: right? And and almost uh, uh, where the raviner has to say, don't you know? That's, you know, uh, you know, don't go out. In other words, even though you're feeling, you know, you know, you're feeling that power, you're feeling the the, the change. I know a good friend of mine who was into machshova. Not necessarily kabbalistic thought, but very you know close to that area. You know, felt that maybe there's actually there's the there's there's taking off the shame ben so to speak. You know that, that's what we were. Mm-hmm. We were sort of glorified ben but the shame yisrael doesn't really occur. There's like two parts to it. There's a there's that there's that, that, that those six hours. Uh, and it was almost exactly six hours because it was right, you know, similar to the Stolz's, uh period, that that things were sort of like in this state of almost not yet forming, and that's I think a very, you know, you know, just it's it's uh, it's 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 quite powerful because for many people that's you know after they finish the the uh, the or whatever it is that they've done at the night of the seder they're in that state. You know they're in that they're in that leil state. They're in that that period before these galus. So I, I think what you're saying is, it, it, you know, is it was obviously true from a historical perspective, Kabbalistic perspective. I think it really runs throughout um, in Chazal and even you know w- within our own um, motif of of a family of what happens now. Right? This 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 period of you know of of of, of Sort of, you know, post Chatsouz. So I think there is something, you know, I, I you know, I'm I'm fascinated by that period, yeah. and I know you have what to to say about it, but it, well, I, I think it's something that surrounds almost every seder and learning experience about that evening. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll, um, I don't know if I have the ability to to answer anything convincing about that, um. There is obviously there's a Gilu of midnight which which we which fortunately we don't plug into okay uh, because if we if we did you know it would be you know it would be it would be Marcus for everybody that's the clear implication that kaddish Barak did something very unique in the fact that he didn't kill the Bukharis of of uh, of B'nai Israel um, so I. I mean, I might have, i you know, I might have a conjecture, or some kind of theory as to as to why there's the why there's the six hour delay, and uh, perhaps we can perhaps we can touch upon that, but I don't I don't know, um, you know, this would be kind of like my guess. It wouldn't be anything that I that I specifically know from other sources. Mm-hmm. I'll call upon him. So let's get let's get down to business. All right, the whenever whenever you're doing Kabbalah, you have to realize that the action happens in two locations, right? Um, and mostly, when you're learning Hasidus or Hasidish Hasfarm, they tend to bring things down to the location where we are. In other words, as if these Knisat these minds that are coming in are coming into us. Okay, which is which is true. I mean, you know, you, you don't you don't deny that. But but more importantly, where the action is really happening is in the world of Atsilus, in the world of a Kaddish Baruch whose own names and 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 midos and personalities. Right. And it's it's happening specifically to that partzuf which is called Zair Anpin, aka also known as Shem Havaya, because we know that Shem Havay is an Ibor Shem Havay itself is not being revealed. It hasn't hasn't been revealed all the all the time to the Avais. Mo you know Moshe Rabbeinu gets it by himself. Okay but he doesn't really succeed in passing it on to Ben Israel even because uh you know because they weren't able to hear it you know right so the issue is is that in you know and even if you have let's say a, a theoretical knowledge or or even a practical knowledge in terms of Na like but in order for you know in order for these mu to be revealed. The Shem Havaya has to go out of a condition of being in Ibur, being in pregnancy or being in a state of embryo into a state of revelation. And there are three, there are three stages in the revelation of the manifestation of shame, Vav Kei, at all times, anytime, any time at all. There's Ibor, Yini, and Maichin. That is, that is being, being an embryo, being a baby, a suckling child and then receiving the actual mochin. and there is a developmental stage beyond receiving Mohin where in a sense you go back to the beginning there's going to be another state of childhood a second childhood if you will uh, and then there's going to be a second set of Mohin that come in so just to try to be simple about this the stages are okay Xantpin is oh I had also forgot to mention that the reason why what 's happening with, with ha, what 's happening with Anpin is that he 's being filled with all of these mochin. without stages without gradation it 's happening all immediately it 's happening in a condition where he doesn 't really have the vessels to receive them because when you're when you 're an embryo. All of your vessels are very small you know, there's, there's really ultimately only vessels of of, of externality right? and um so a fetus in its mother's womb is all external it's, it's all you know it's all an aspect of netzachod yisod. even that i don't want to that's probably a, a place that i shouldn't go right now right but it's it's all the external self and then when you're born okay, the external self gets a little bit bigger, but there's also more content that fills it. So then you have your second stage of mochin of katnut, which comes in to fill the, you know, to fill the external self and expand it. Right? And then after you get that level of mochin of katnut, it comes Mohin of gadlut. And then, after the Mohin of Gadlut, Rishon, the first set of Mohin of Gadlut, which is let's say what you would get on any day of the week when you when you pray, then you're gonna get a second Katnut, and after that, a an additional set of mochin of gadlut of, of um, adult or expanded consciousness. Right? So that you go from Katnut Rishon, right, which is which is like you know, first childhood to first adulthood, to second childhood, to second adulthood. Katnut Rishon, Katnut uh, excuse me, um, Katnut Rishon, Gadlut Rishon Katnut Sheni, Gadlut Sheni. So for instance, the mochin that you're supposed to receive, the levels of consciousness that you're supposed to receive on Shabbat or on Yom Tov, are that of, um, of uh, Gadlut Sheni, or that of the, the adult or the, the second expanded adult consciousness. Okay, so I don't know. I don't I know don't if you, I can say it any no,
0: simpler. Well, it's it, it, uh, okay. Well, I'm, yes, you could. Okay. Know, I've, I've, yeah. I've kept my uh, video on, so you could see that I am uh, listening. And, and yeah, I know. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, but the way I'm understanding it, and again, I'm, I'm going to be the average person here who's you know trying to. Uh, you know, be the, uh, you know, I guess, the translator for people who are tuning in here, because <laughs> I would assume you know the mukubalim themselves are 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 doing their own Yehudim. So the people who are interested in Kabbalistic thought, I think, are probably relating this, as you say, to uh, an average person's uh, sojourn through the week, where you know, like you say, during uh, on 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 the weekdays there's one level of, you know, hopefully they can achieve some sort of molchan de godless, but, but on Shabbat, on Shabbos, that's where they realize they are sort of pumped uh, through God's power uh, of what Shabbos does, the Kedush of Shabbos, to a sense of of de godless which finally occurs, I guess, at some, um, like a, a, maybe at the moment of, uh, either the moment of Shachris uh, or Musaf or the time of lishit when they are feeling um, the connection from that, whatever they've achieved, the Hiskalos of of Shabbos morning, um, that incredible alias uh, neshama that, that the Bria uh, helps uh, ele- the, what's happening in the world, the Bria actually elevates the person there. So you're saying, I, I think most people know what you're talking about. People who are spiritually minded probably feel that that they realize that things operate uh, not in a stasis, that there is this growth of understanding uh, maybe in any endeavor, but specifically the spiritual perception of God's existence and how they feel close and and, and how they feel energized uh, in the service of God changes, waxes and wanes uh, throughout the week. And for most people, if they, if they, if they, Follow the prescription. will probably get some sort of alias neshama, so to speak, um, during during Shabbat, and that's sort of where you could feel that sense of the of the um, I know that it, you know many times in the Chiddushes Farm what it talks about Nelson is the um, is recognizing that you're in mochad and don't try to do more. You know, there's there's right. there's you know one of the things that I think in the Litvish world. And I think this was something that the Vilna really, you know, typified, even the stories about the Vilna that he didn't want Giliam was the idea that you were not in charge of w- what you could do. Right? In other words, yeah, I don't want, I don't want the Escalas. I'm going to do it on my own. I don't need the um, uh You know, everything be damned. Well, not be damned, but be holy. I'm going to push it through. And I think what you're saying um is is a way to understand that you can't. Always, you need to go through these stages, and you're going to have katnus and that that katnus amlechin is is part of part of the cycle, and uh, you have to realize what you can do during katnus amlechin, like you can listen to these podcasts or something like that. So you know, katnus amlechin, I think, is is another concept which isn't as out there as you think. You know, we all sort of have cobwebs in our head, but even on a spiritual level, there's, there, you know, there are people that, you know, I have to answer this question uh, often. Well, how come, you know, you can dive in sometimes a Shemin Esrei that, that takes you, you know, 20 minutes and you are, or more, and you are just in an ecstatic state. And other times you're just like, like the, um, from you're just running through the forest and hoping that, the, that, that you're not going to be trampled by all the Makhshavazores and you're just going to try to get out there and get there as quick as possible, right? So how does that happen? It, it doesn't necessarily reflect a hypocrisy in a person or a two-facedness. It's actually a recognition that this is part of the state of, of growth is cottonless and godless and that sometimes mm-hmm. you are in a state of cottonness and you ne- owning up to that is healthy
1: and realizing what you can do at that time um and, right? okay. and something which something which figures in a lot in the in the is that is this idea of katoshaini Now, once you once you're on a high and it disappears and you're and it's replaced by something else which doesn't, uh, you know, which doesn't give you the impression of being nearly as good or as significant or meaningful. And uh, so what just happened? Okay. So there are certainly instances in which a person goes back to Katnus Risho, right? Because he's dealing with, you know, every time, every time your life changes, every time you, the, the um, let's say, the nitsotzot that you're supposed to be working with change. So every, things go back to the beginning. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, you know, God's recreating the world every moment. So it's not surprising that what the high that you hit on one moment is going to be replaced by a low, because in fact, it's not the same moment. It's not the same reality. You can't, you can't build this, you know, you can't, you can't build a tefillah's mincha based upon what you had by tefillah's shachris necessarily. It's not a, it's not a continuity. It's a, it's a new reality. So new realities are always built from the bottom up. So you can you know you you can go through um you know katnus and godlus several times in the course of a day. There are also instances in which you go through a Katnus which is a katnus shani, you know it's 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 a second level, you know, it's, it's a second appearance of of childhood, which basically prepares you for a second level of adulthood which is incommensurate with anything that you've experienced previously. Okay. So,
0: so a person, and this so that, can, a
1: person should actually not get
0: um, dissuaded when he's finding that cotton shaney because it's actually reading them for something right. that they haven't Absolutely. even had before even though it feels a little bit like that original you know uh, wandering it feels, it feels and, I think a lot like the original you know it, it feels like <laughs> sort of wandering without any sense and, and what happened to that what happened to the ecstatic beauty of where I was soaring and now it's not there I don't feel it. And it could get you, you know, what, what again, if you right. what's really happening is this, is, is this permutation of the soul going through um, a, a, a necessary cotton shaming. I think it's probably different because it, um, in many ways, and you know, unlike the cotton where you're sort of a babe in the woods and you just have fantasy ideas and, 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 and now you're really coming to understand it. Once you've been there before, the memory uh, and, and the feeling of the godless that you had <laughs> sort of like is behind the Khatnasheni as well, you know. In other words, it's yeah, it's it's uh, unlike that first one where it's all demeionos in a way, and and hopes and aspirations. When you do have that second set, you know, which might feel like an aphila, but it's but it, I think it's cushioned and and behind it is the memory and the sense of where you had been. And that's sort of pushing you, that's sort of spurring you to tell you you're not trapped here. Remember where you were. Remember how you davened that nailo. Remember where you were. Remember where your mayach was. Um, you know, and, and, and that memory, um, although you're not necessarily in that same state of mind, but that memory of that feeling is sort of like the smell of your mother's chulant um can 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 sort of galvanize you not to fall in and say, oh, I'm just back to square one again, and, and remind you that you're really on a growth arc towards something towards something greater.
1: But go ahead. Well it it just it just so happens to be like you know once again on, on whether Katniss Shaney builds on Godless Godless Rishon. And and obviously to some extent yes, but also to some extent no. Because the 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 system that we 're talking about over here is is let's say um neshama on the whole we're talking about the you know the the level of nishama leaving leaving ruach and nefesh out of it and you start out with when you get to the level of nishama you're doing Ibor again for your nishama self and then yunika for your neshama self and then when you when you go through to get your gadlut rishon, gadlut rishon is really achieving neshama of neshama, right? And you can when you get your let's say your Katnus, uh, when you get when you get your Katnus Shani, you've moved out of the realm of neshama already, and now you're really encroaching on the level of chaya, which is which is, uh, um, which is a, you know, different level of of spirituality altogether. So you've you've finished with that. Level of Nishama, and then you it kind of have a situation where you sort of feel like you've fallen off a cliff because the sites the the and the Beruda and the Avoda that you have to do in in this new level, it's a whole new level. Okay, it's like you've been working over here, but now you change locations and you start working over there, and you really do have to begin things as it were from the uh, from I, I, the beginning. you know, I, so see, you, I,
0: I seem to remember a MIMER uh, as, uh, you know, a statement that the, that the Nishama. Of one ayvam becomes the keli or the goof of the second of the ayvam above it, uh, and I and I, I know that that's something that's in my memory bank, that the neshama of the of atzilus can become, which is the ayvam of of neshama, um, right? Uh, or, or, or that's high. I'm sorry. The neshama of As, the yeah. neshama of 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 of, uh, of yitzira can become the keli of in a sense of atzilus, which is. The that's connected to that level of neshama called chaya so yeah I'm, I'm not arguing with you but i'm just saying i i seem to remember it is, it, that
1: that that does yeah that does that does relate to it because in, in a sense you know the the uh let's say the neshama that you get during during uh godless godless okay so that turns out to be empty now that's that's the first thing that's going to happen is it's going to it's going to appear to you to be empty now, All right? And why would that suddenly be empty? Well, it's it's empty because now it's trans transitioning and becoming a cleave for the you know, whatever happens next. And once again, when you when you move on to the whatever happens next, you're really starting the whole thing over from scratch. I mean, in a in a way, you're going back to the original Tsim tsum and going through the whole. The whole thing for this particular bikina because everything operates in this particular way for every aspect that you deal with okay you have to go back to the beginning in order to in order to do that in, in order to do that avodah. but anyway um, so let's let's try so to, let's I'm gonna summarize yeah, summarize this and give you give you the four levels it's not it's not gonna fit any way that people think okay it's, it's, just have to bear with me okay you have you know Zehranpin aka, the name Yudke Vavke, is in Ibor, and in order to move from Ibor to being revealed it 's going to have to get all of these ma'ichin, all of these levels basically jammed into it in very quickly and very and very powerfully. And that creates a situation where Anpin cannot remain in Ibor any longer. he 's got to be born. Right. So the whole thing—the whole thing that gets born is yud Vavke ke revelation in the form of ybor, Right. After that's going to come another development, which happens during during Sphere Soimer. And after Sphere aymer, you're going to have another development, which happens with uh, with shvuas. Okay, so you're so even even the whole process of pesach sferus Soimer and shvuas is also a kind of ibor, yunika and moichin process. Okay, but that's just. The you know the 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 big picture, specifically as regards the seder, you always have to so you have four levels that are coming in, right? There's there's um first childhood, first adulthood, second childhood, second adulthood. That's for people who aren't comfortable with this you know Kadoskadlus. Maybe a little little, little bit of translation. Okay, so once again, it's first adulthood. uh, uh, Yeah, no first childhood. First adulthood, second childhood, second adulthood. Right, and you also have to remember that there are two whole systems of these four levels, because you get some of them from Bina, you get some of them from Ima, you get some of them from, uh, you know, because the the Mochin are coming down, and a person has two parents, and Shema Vaya has 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 two Shemas above it, which are which which uh, which unite in order to generate the. Uh, the Mukhin which come down. So um, you have, you know, you have, you have, let's say, first first childhood of Ima, first childhood of Abba. First adulthood of Ima, first adulthood of Abba. Second childhood of Ima, second childhood of Abba. Third childhood, where where am I? Uh, Second adulthood of Ima, second adulthood of Abba. Right. so there's two separate there's there's two separate systems the, and and co jointly they're entering they're entering right and getting this whole thing done is what we need to do with Layla said, and I'm, that's that's introduction number one introduction number two is going to make it more complicated I hate to say this <laughs> okay all right but the critical thing that's the problem with with these um Childhood minds, you know, okay, is that when you're a child, you are very sensitive to your surroundings. You have a tendency to look outside yourself to discover your identity. Who am I? And you look outside yourself, right? And in the situation of Mitzrayim, if you allow people to look outside themselves for their identity, well they're going to simply continue sinking into Egyptian culture and Egyptian ideologies and then then they're simply going to be lost so there's a certain kind of rescue operation that needs to be accomplished whereby you break the hold of the environment or you break the hold of the womb on the name Yudke Vavke so that not only do you compress all of these mochin in one shot, but you also bring them in in a different order than they usually come in. You don't bring them in developmentally. And this goes, this goes back to a theme that we know from the Haggad. The right? If HaKadosh didn't, Baruch didn't do this for us, we would never have gotten out of Mitzrayim. Because, you know, if you do things gradually, if you do things along the developmental pathway, so the developmental pathway of childhood minds, okay, leads me to look to my surroundings for my sense of identity. So that means that I'm already at a disadvantage because the Egyptians are becoming my role models. The Egyptians are becoming my ideals, okay? And even when I'm going to get my even when I'm going to get my gadlut Triuchon I'm going to receive my first set of adult minds so those same adult minds are going to come into somebody who's already looking outside himself for his sense of identity, and those minds also will become either become corrupted or will not or will not be able to enter at all because how can you receive minds when your thoughts are not in line with the minds that you're trying to trying to receive or supposed to receive? So there is no way that we could have ever been freed from Egypt based on some kind of developmental model. Let's, you know, there's a growth process happening, there's an evolution happening, let it let it evolve, it's going to get there eventually, no, it's never going to get anywhere, because this does not evolve. This, This kind of situation, you're always stuck with your, you know, your axioms are no good, okay, and until you have the ability to revise your axioms, okay, then you're never going to get anywhere. Right. And therefore, you can't receive these mochin de katnut that you would receive if God wanted to bring us out of Egypt by giving us our mochin, each one in their specific developmental stage. Okay, then that would have corrupted and messed up the whole thing. Okay, right? we would never have been able to get out. So, Hakadish Hu does here, Ein Seif Hu Baruch he does the following thing. Okay, he puts the Mohin de gadlut in first, which therefore shatters the relationship between Mitzrayim and the Jewish people, or shatters the relationship between the womb and the shem havaya, which is in embryosis over there, breaks that relationship because the mochin de gadlut are radical. They 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 give you a picture of reality that's so different than everything that you know, and it's not gradual, and it doesn't fit with the rest of the doesn't fit with the rest of the cosmos that you're experiencing. So one thing it does is it shatters the, it breaks all the connection between between you know shamavaya and the womb, or between am Yisrael and and Mitzraim. so it's a very it's a it's a radical break. After the mochin of after the adult minds come in, then the childhood minds come in, and that reversal is what makes the whole seder possible. Well, that's what that's what makes redemption from Egypt possible. Okay? And you might and you might ask yourself, well, so why do we need the childhood minds at all? Why bother bringing them in? I mean, you know, the whole idea is to get us out, right? Not to, but you need you need the childhood minds because you need them in order to interact with your with your surroundings. Okay? You, you you need them in order to feel empathy with the rest of the world. Okay, so and and this is this is always this is always the trick, you know, when when you look at reality and you asking yourself, okay, so who am I? Do you allow reality to tell you who you are and basically establish your identity for you? Or do you have an identity that comes from a separate source other than reality that you see around you? And therefore, you're in a position to transcend or transform reality. Aha. Well, obviously, the mochin of, you know, the minds of adulthood are going to give you the second option. But you still cannot be so distant from reality that you lose your connection with it, because then you can't, then then you don't even transform reality, you just go off wandering into your own spiritual bliss and leave everything alone.
0: Especially, I think, since it was superimposed upon you, again, everything is ultimately superimposed, as as we talked about with the Ramban earlier. But still, there is a certain um, dissonance that occurs, which, you know, the brothers have of Yosef <laughs> felt <laughs> when they realized how their they were actually acting as um, you know I- 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 items of God's superimposition of, of of history, and I think you know if, if it would stay there, if it would stay by what God sort of implants upon us to make sure that we don't get trapped in Mitzrayim, and you know, and we would just work on that level, it would not be ourselves. We would actually. Um, and ultimately it would crack cuz ultimately we didn't go through that we didn't even feel that we went through that process so going back to you know as you say you know which seems to be counterintuitive to go back to mokhamdakonas uh by the morning after you already,
1: after, you, after you already got the mokhandagalas too
0: right, right. Yeah. unless we do that we are we are setting ourselves up for uh, another shivirasaikam we're setting ourselves up for something which is very severe which I think, in many ways, uh, did occur at the moment. You know, according to many ways of looking, the R' and others, the way they explain what happened at at, at, at Torah, because even in Matan Torah, there was this almost unnatural um, um, elevation to hearing God speak to them, ponim el ponim, or speak, uh, you know, speak, hearing the word, not whether it's not ponim upon but hearing the word of God, when they clearly had not. Despite the 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 period of the seven weeks that brought them to Montor, they still weren't ready for it. Um, and what you have, you know, is is a kinder, more realistic relationship that is forged on Yom Kippur, where, you know, um, you know, it, it's definitely more in line with with an actual progress, uh, and, and which is why, you know. Yom Kippur is so much more meaningful than Shavuos, right? Yom Kippur, which is so much more of a of a day where we actually feel, you know, even though in some ways I mentioned before, it's sort of an elevation that 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 sometimes you know feels like you're just riding a wave, but I think we feel more our real selves uh, because we've actually, you know, unlike Shavuos, unlike Matan Torah, which I think still had that. Um, Superimposition—that idea that, you know, of of all of us being elevated to a level that that didn't actually—we didn't go through the growth arc within our souls
1: properly. And that's that's one of the things that the Ari actually writes explicitly: that um, whatever whatever was received on Pesach Day, right, which comes as a result of our actions the the night before, because night before we're setting up the whole thing, we get we actually get the mochin that we're talking about apparently. On, on Pesach morning, right. that's the that's the time lapse that you were that, you know you referred to. Al Kolponim. Once that first day of Pesach is over, everything goes back to zero. Right. Which yeah. is... and then you, and then you you start counting Sefirah again from day one. I mean, that doesn't sound like you know that doesn't sound like it's a very anticlimactic. And Sefirah I... is not a time of Godless at all. It's, you right. know It's, right. it's, but... it's half. It's... <laughs> no no weddings. I mean, by the way, whenever you have Godless, you have weddings. All right, so so yeah, the idea of going into a period of time when there are no weddings is automatically telling you something. Yeah, and I, I think I also
0: have... also indicated by the difference between chita and sorim, of course. Right, with the, with, Behema. With you know the sorim, you know, I, I I said I think something very true many many years ago that came to me, which is why the Minigashkenaz Ashkenaz is to read Shir Hashirim uh, on Shabbos of. Of of mm-hmm. Pesach, um, right? You would think that Shira Shirim probably makes more sense on Sukkot, where we talk about this great love relationship that eventually occurs, right? The uh, the Meshachachma, the Seder talk about how the the Medrash that talks about <coughs> Bas, Achois, uh, and Aim, the three levels mm-hmm. of relationship, and that Bas is is Pesach, and Achois is Shuvas. And aim is zuchus. So you would think that level of, of, of going all the way up and like feeling uh, the yachas of, 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 of the highest level would be what Shirashiram is about. And I, I felt that really that's the reason why the Minnag Ashkenaz was to read it um, on that Shabbos. Because you, you're right, you're doing Sfirah there, starting from ground zero. But remember, the Shabbos teaches you that this, what happened on Pesach, was true. It was a necessary imposition. But don't think that it's gone. And mm-hmm. that first Shabbos after Pesach, which is, you know, in in a way, you know, you know, the Karite's dream. I mean, Machrus whatever. So that Shabbos, that first Shabbos of Pesach, uh, that's where you can reach Shir again, and you can actually. It's sort of like wasn't last night I was just working on you know, I was working on Chesed, whatever it was. I was working on all these the these these, these midos, and now I'm I'm already holding as, you know, with, with this incredible love of a Madrega Shane Kamoyu because yeah, that, you know, the Shabbos reminds us, the weekly Shabbos that we have reminds us of of, of that Ois bris that is made possible. Uh, you know zachary with right nelson we're running out of timer you got to do karpas yeah okay right so, now. I gotta, I gotta, so i got to right. do i okay, everything else every,
1: go ahead okay. karpas go ahead so now so now that i've given you the now that i've given you the backstory okay so after you drink your first cup of wine because remember that the the cups of wine are four moichin from the side of from the side of ima okay the mochin of abba are in the matzes right so karpas is taking in those mochin of katnut of the first katnut of of a first childhood which are the problematic ones now as when you're drinking when you when you have the cup of wine okay in the concept of the cup of wine you're going to have the idea that um first, adu- first adulthood was already received by Kedushat Hayom, by the fact that the day is holy that's how you get the first that's how you get the first level of adulthood and then the second level of second childhood is in the cup of wine too and in the cup of wine you have the second adulthood from the side of ima and this holds true by all of the all the four cups of wine which give you four kinds of four kinds of mokrin and when you get to matzah then already you're taking into yourself the the uh the um second level of Gadlut, the second level of adulthood that that comes from the side of comes from the side of Abba. Right? So when you so karpas is there to symbolize or express the receiving of the mochin of first Katnut, that problematic kind of um, that problematic kind of katnut. And so that's why you have to dip it in something because dipping it is always a kind of you, you know, you're trying to you're trying to ease the trauma of of ingesting this stuff. You know, so it, so, you, you, so it's kotnis
0: of of uh, uh, it's the Katnus of the Katnus of, of level two or the Katnus of, of level no, one.
1: It's the Katniss, it's the Katnus of Meichen level one. Uh uh-huh. okay. So it's really going back. So, so to... the so the so the so the order the order is first you know uh, first adulthood, second childhood. Second adulthood, followed by first childhood. Mm-hmm. So you're actually going all the way back to to all the way back to the all the way back to the bottom of cotton of ibur, of right? Well, it's well, it's 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 Katniss of yanika, but it's once again it's Yenika thrust and and compressed into into ibur. All of these things you, you got you got second adulthood. You know, it's just a, it's just a little tiny little fetus. Where does it got room in there for second adulthood? Well, that's you know that's also part of the miracle of, of Yitzhak's mitzrayim. Okay, but the okay yachatz, which comes after which comes after Karpas, Okay, you you know you you break the middle matzah essentially to to pull some of the light from the from the minds of Abba into specifically from, from uh, Bina of the minds of Abba, move that into the Bina of Zeyranpin and also help deal with the trauma of the, of the, uh, of the Karpas, of the first child that comes in after at, at, at the top of everything slides right down to the bottom of everything. And it's, it, it's a, it's a traumatic break and that, and that break, is symbolized to some extent by breaking the middle matzah you break the middle matzah you release something from you know something from uh, from the side of abba which can come into now and, and 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 mediate that uh that process and i don't think that i can explain it any better without getting without yeah. taking a whole way yeah. too long
0: right i, now, I, I, I would also and, say that
1: yeah go ahead so that's okay so this is why yachatz Yachat needs to follow on the heels right Yachats need to follow yeah because Yachats kind of gives you some sort of positive expression to this sense of breakdown when these you know Michael the katnus come in okay this, so it needs in the language of the Mekubalum it needs a mituk it needs a sweetening you have to do something in order to in order to alleviate the uh the the mochin of uh, you know the first childhood minds okay and here's the little chidush of mine okay this actually works i think quite well with the halacha because the halacha is that at the end of yachatz, you do something which is called Silukashul Khan. Now we don't do Silukashul Khan literally, because back in the old days, they'd be sitting around on couches and they'd have these little tables, and you know, and the shamash could come in and pick your table up and walk away with it and take it to the other take it to the other room. Right? So the food is here, right? The, you know, the matzahs, which is the mic of Godless, the wine, the cups, everything is everything is here. No, suddenly the food disappears. Why did the food disappear? Where did it go why right. so that's also a kind of a kind of loss which is designed actually to make the child ask right um, and therefore that's the that's the thing that's supposed to spur the the uh the four questions right so one of the things that is one of the things that this mydicakatmus does when it comes in is that it kind of makes everything disappear on our individual conscious level let's say you made kiddish and you feel it and you've got it and it's kind of you know and then suddenly oops a curtain comes down or or some sort of dark coating comes and covers you know covers the covers the nervous system so it's no longer you know it's no longer appearing as it as it uh should right and then that makes you question why 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 Right, and the it's a way of getting, shall we say, the the calium, you know, the vessels, okay, to respond in such a way that they actually search for. The answer instead of things once again coming down forcefully because God makes them happen okay, there needs to be some kind of response that comes from within us to to create a space where this can where this can actually be mislabesh so the fact that the mohinda come in and then the gablut seem to disappear and then we ask where did where did the food go but basically what the child asks oh, where's the food you know and uh, that that hides inside the 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 question of you uh, and uh All right, so that's what's that's what's hiding in that question as well, You know, why are we eating twice? Like, why are we, having, why is this a break in the meal? Why don't we just go straight to dinner? All right. So al kolponim, that effect of creating an emptiness, creating a creating a space, creating something that disappeared, makes you question what's going on. And simply the act of questioning makes you ready to receive the answer, which is already the high the highest level of I mean you know in a sense, the true mychen is what you get when you listen to c periodt s mitumpriis is really is really the 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 level of de gadlus. all the stuff that you eat or drink is kind of like secondary to that right and we you know when you it's it's just like any other eating and drinking that that what you're doing is you're ingesting something, and the idea is somewhat above where you've you know where you're operating when you eat. When you begin to tell then you're getting the real information. Right, so that's the real essence of the Moach coming coming to you, right? Not just not just the part that that has some interface between. Yeah, I, I would
0: say it's similar to right? In other words, right. uh, it's, it's, it's it's you know I always uh, use a metaphor uh, to you know to the you know B'nai Yisrael who were who were seeing God. and and it says, is basically, you know, uh, the, the whale Seder, but, you know, it's similar to you know, going to this incredible uh, special effects laden film. And like you're just popping this popcorn in your mouth, this <laughs> food in your mouth, because on one hand, your brain is firing with all these different circuits. And, and it's sort of saying, mm, my, my, I'm all galvanized here. And now, now this food comes in and now the food sort of shares that because in your brain your brain's going in many places and now the nutrition the energy the sugars and everything else that you're putting in there is really all a way for you to like stay stay there like even though you know you have this incredible um, you know uh, you the endorphins are being released because of what you're under what, what you're looking at and now that they're sort of bonding with what you're in, in, ingesting which i think is similar to what was you know by bayishtu which I think now is a great muscle to, uh, to what it's yeah. like. Vayechzul, him is during the Sipur, and then uh the matzah and everything else that happens in the Shulchan. What I would also just say, just two little things, just to, of my own to, to add to what you're saying. Um, you know, one of the, uh, the great Pashtonim, um, who we know was a, a giant in uh, Kabbalistic thought, and was a a portion of the Ari, but really, you know, uh, straddled almost all shot Remisdrush and Sod uh, and Halacha and was Rabbi Yosef Chayim of Baghdad, Ben Yehai, and um, and I, I know you're familiar with many of the Chuvis Rav Apollim, where he actually deals with these type of issues uh, with incredible expertise and knowledge and, and 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 aligning you know all these different shifting elements, and he of course. Puts Karpas, I think he's the first one I think to connect Karpas to um, Yosef Bechov in terms of why we even call the thing Karpas, because it has to do with uh, the 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 bagot of Yosef that was stripped away from him that was oh, made pasim.
1: out of yeah. plainest pasim, pasim,
0: pasim, and that was dipped into the uh, in, in, into the dam and shown to 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 uh, to the to Yaakov, that is what awesome. Harpas takes us back to that moment, and I think that is an incredible moment of of of, of that Mohen uh, de where we got to go back. I mean, in our history, and we know this was all Ravonah Sholem planning, you know, this happening, but that really is the Nadir of of Mochin right? <laughs> right, mm. where it, it, not only have you misinterpreted, uh, uh, judged negatively, acted aggressively, right? Um, operated um, out of greed and um, opportunism, uh, missed the chance, you know, for nobility a la Reuven and Yehuda. but you've also now, uh, you know, subverted your mind, uh, you tricky devil, to create this subterfuge uh, to uh, to hide yourself from your hand in the cookie jar and, and 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 unleashed pain and suffering on your dad right can you get more mech decous than, than that really uh, it, it's almost like you know it is a it is a, a you know what storm of mychcous. And the benishkai mm. the Benishkai saw that in in Karpas and the name Karpas and what the dipping is, so I think that beautiful shot that the Benishkai said aligns
1: perfectly yes, yes it it does. Perfectly. it's a beautiful shot I, I was I'm completely unfamiliar with it, so I have to thank you for bringing that to my attention but 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 um, we know that it was not just awesome. a, it
0: wasn't it was said by the Kabbalist extreme, the Kabbalist supreme himself. And, and, and that note, so we, you, you, yes. you, you, uh, w- I, with prodding, we finally got you to give us karpas yachatz and hagbos akara And mir tashem, hopefully all of us, uh, uh, as we uh, sit down for the first or second storm or two, uh, will be able to be uh, that, that and be makabo those meichen in a way that uh, maybe we haven't been Macabo in a long time. I know that with, oh, the, with the kindness we've had over this past year. Um... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.